Hello and welcome to Box Cutters episode 24. My name is Josh Kinal and sitting to my left, Ross McQueen. Hey, hey. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. Hey, what episode was that? I said it's episode 24. <gasps> Excellent. Yeah, that, that joke worked a lot better in my mind, I think, when, when I was, uh, you know, getting that little bit of, of audio. Play it again. If, so, you're, uh, if you're watching the video podcast, you'll notice that we're currently in split screen. Lots of different angles on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the clock's and the counting down. Yeah. We've, uh, we, we really... Oh, that reminds me, I should time the show. Uh, we really spent a... <laughs> Far too much time working on that joke compared to how funny it actually was in the in the end of it. But it is uh, it is episode twenty four. But it was killer in your mind. I could see it. <laughs> I loved it. I, you know, and I really I, it was going to be a fantastic surprise, and then it just didn't work. We tried it like five different ways. It just did not work. Ah, but. Mm. What a rip snorter episode we have. We do. A bit of everything this a, week. A little bit of everything. Ross, you've mm. brought in pretty much the whole show. Yeah. You know, but thanks. Thanks. <laughs> so, you know, quotes, crap TV, I don't buy it, Ray Watch, talking about the ratings. Uh, it's, it's all here. It is. Uh, but as always, we're going to kick it off with some news. You know, Brett, I was, I was thinking, if you were more like Murray Tregoning, mm-hmm. every time I said 24, you, you'd be able to just hit that. You mean like that? Yeah, like that. I so I could good... if, I, if I wasn't having to use freaking Microsoft's media plan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Murray never had to do. <laughs> I'm sick of that joke now. Breaking news. 24. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can edit the delay out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Jennifer Hansen, I think last week or the week before on, uh, a few on, weeks ago. on this show, we, uh, we talked about Jennifer Hansen and Brett, you said that she was hosting the Channel 7 Adelaide News. I said George Mel- Nanikian had, for a long time, been hosting the Adelaide Channel 7 News out of Melbourne. And that's what Jennifer Hansen was. the was- owner of the Melbourne soccer team, whatever that's President. called. Owner, president. Yep. Much Something. Same. Much the same. Yep. And that Jennifer Hansen was going to take it over. That's what we heard. Yep. Yes. Well, I hear this week mm. that that's not actually the case. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Is, is, is she over there? No. No, no. She's not doing Adelaide News at all. Ah. She's... Uh, so that wasn't my story. No, no. It was your story. <laughs> it yeah. just wasn't. Yeah. It just wasn't true. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't remember bringing that story <laughs> It was somebody's I, story. It wasn't I, mine. I gave the little George Stanikian bit of it. I thought it was Ross's. No, it wasn't me. No, no, it wasn't Ross. It wasn't me. It must okay. have been you. And have you not learned by now that we just blame everything on you? <laughs> okay. That's, that's just the way this world works. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at hooray at Boxcutters and tell us which one of us it was. Yeah. 
I, mm. I swear it wasn't me. Yeah, because we don't want to do the hard work of listening back through no. all those episodes. And I never got the memo. Anyway, Jennifer Hansen uh, is quite possibly going to uh, join the Beyond Tomorrow team. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But more interestingly, she's uh, another outside chance for hosting Millionaire. Oh, interesting. So, you know, stick that up, you bet fair. Yeah, but, you know, so's, so's Fatty Vorden. <laughs> is he really? Yes, really. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought Fatty, Fatty Vorden couldn't do anything because he broke his back or something like that. No, it's better now. He's even oh. back on the, the rugby footy show. Dressing up like a lady. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, what that's interesting about that's what rugby uh, players do. Jennifer because uh, Kim, whatever her surname is, who's, Nova, Nova? who's doing Kim and... Oh, David and Kim. David and Kim. At 9am. Is... Still doing Beyond Tomorrow stuff. Oh. Yeah, because she was doing stuff for them before she got the job with Channel 10. And and I, I saw her on there last night. So that, so they've still got tapes of her doing stuff? Yeah, but, just just stuff that she did over summer. Because I think... Uh, my guess is she wouldn't be doing anything now. No, 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 nothing new. Nothing new. But I think uh, I think the Channel 10 deal came together quite quickly. Well, I'll, uh, I'll be sure to, to keep listeners updated on, on where they can find Jennifer Hansen. Yeah. Because I know that's what everybody wants. Big scoop. You heard it here first. Yeah, really. That, that is. So, you know, quite possibly millionaire, quite likely beyond tomorrow. Hey, uh, listeners will know that I am a big Simpsons fan. No surprise there. Some will. And I wish that I, uh, I, wish that I had Foxtel. I uh, do have Foxtel. Fox 8 is going to be running Simpsons 24 hours a day from Series 1. Right through. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they're putting it up as their thing, you know, to try and get people, take people away from watching the Pepsi Olympics. And uh, the what? The, the, the Pepsi Olympics. What are the Pepsi Olympics? The Commonwealth Games. Commonwealth Games. <laughs> because Ross thinks that Pepsi is of lesser value I, I than Coke. That's and- true. <laughs> I can't actually take credit for that. I read that over the, on the internet during the week and I just thought that was gold. The it's, Pepsi Olympics. It's, 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 it's pretty, pretty good. good. <laughs> uh, yeah, Fox 8's running all episodes, 24 back, hours a day. Back to back from back episode back. one. Up until the end of season 16. Now, as we know, mm-hmm. with, with your, your pay TV, your cable stations, um, you, do have, you do tend to have a program of, of like, like they, they have the network programming that they then repeat like two or three times a day. Is, no, 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 this, is, this, this, this is, is back-to-back 24 hours a day. 350 episodes. Uh-huh. And, and it, it is going to yeah, it's going to take them that long. So and they so were and in somewhat of a coup, they've got uh, Ian Thorpe hosting it. Yeah, while he's in the pool. Well, supposedly, but uh, what, I no, s- with whooping cough or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's going to be in the pool the way he's going. But no. uh, but yeah, he's, yeah, I think he's already recorded it. Yeah, uh, Ian Turpy is uh, is also going to be a part of that. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Ian Turpy and uh, someone else. John Deeks. No, Sammy Lucas. Uh, yes, I was going to say Ian some Turpy. Lady. Ian Turpy. What? Ian Turpy is going to be part of that hosting team. Why you need a hosting team for The Simpsons anyway, I have no idea. But and, and what genius at Foxtel thought. Ian thought, Sammy Lucas, we need one more. Get me Ian Turpy. <laughs> Stat. Stat. Anyway, that, that, is, that is going to be great. And Ross, I do have Foxtel. Oh, yeah. And I also don't have your baby at my house. So oh, feel free true. to come over anytime. That's true. Although I'm trying to get him partial to, to Simpsons. Yeah, well, which is fair enough, mm, mm. but it's it's early days yet. It is early days. Readers of uh, the boxcutters.net blog uh, will have 
already read the news that SBS has deferred indefinitely uh, the screening of the last episode of the current series of South Park, um, which is called Bloody Mary, and it uh, depicts the Virgin Mary menstruating on the Pope. Oh. That, that actually happened. <laughs> That's historically accurate. <laughs> well, uh, Stephen Fielding... Uh, family first senator would have it uh, otherwise. Right. Uh, he says that uh, the federal government should ban Bloody Mary, claiming it is unfair that Islam is off limits, but Christian symbols are perceived as fair game. I actually don't believe that. I, I don't believe that South Park has handled Islam with, with any kind of unusual no. um, reverence for for, you know... They they definitely haven't. No, they haven't. They no, also haven't on. handled Judaism or, as we discussed last week, Scientology mm. or pretty much any religion in the world. They yeah. haven't handled with any reverence. Yeah. And, For you know, years that's and years and years. It's, re- it's very disappointing on SBS, but on SBS's part. Well, and I don't see why SBS have gone, well, this might offend the Christians, but they didn't think last week's would offend the, the Scientologists. And, mm-hmm. you know, eight weeks ago was going to offend the Rosicrucians. Like, I, I just don't... And then mm. the Knights Templar and, mm. you know, whatever else you, you want to put in there. This is what South Park does. Yep. And they do it in a very clever, appropriate way, I, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm part of a religion. They've done things about my religion. Mm-hmm. They're funny. Mm-hmm. It's just a funny show. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I, I really don't think that... SBS has any right to say, well, we're not going to do this because it's going to offend people. And, and I suspect there's been, been quite a bit of pressure put on by the good senator. Um, and, and I suspect that he is the one reason why uh, SBS have chosen to do that, um, even, even besides the protests in New Zealand, mm. which uh, also upped the viewing audience by six times. Yeah, mm. which mm. if that happened to SBS here, imagine the ratings points. Imagine... What they could get from from their advertising, yeah, because yep. SBS, unlike the ABC, does rely on advertising. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just think it's a it's a it's a stupid move, and, and they should definitely show it. Yep, it's uh, ridiculous. Uh, if you if you just want to get on with it and uh, have a look for yourself, you can actually go to boxcutters.net and there's a link to the torrent that I'm actually seeding, and will be for the next couple of weeks. Excellent. Okay, I. Uh, have no part in that whatsoever. <laughs> Government. <laughs> uh, hey, who remembers Courtney Cox? Oh, me, me, me. Courtney Cox, uh, Kat. Yes. She was... Uh, she, she, you might remember Monica. her from Family Ties. Yes. She, she played... Also, you might remember the, uh, Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen played yeah, music yeah. video. Dancing in the Dark. She, she was the, the, the girl in the audience. Oh, really? I thought she was She's, Bruce. <laughs> no, no, no. She was the girl in the audience who was pulled up on stage, and that's how she got famous. Ah, right, no, that, I see. That's a lie. Anyway, uh, she hasn't been on television since Friends. I believe not. And she is uh, headlining the, uh, the new drama pilot, Dirt, which uh, she's executive producing with her husband, David Arquette. Uh, and it's, it's her first major TV role since Friends went off the air. Uh, she's going to play What's the editor. About? It's going to... It was, it was, uh, it's, 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 all right. Dirt. It's it's about it's a gardening show. It's about people who like shoveling. Ah, so really, lots of different shovels, and uh, oh, this dirt's quite hard to dig into. This dirt, a lot softer. 
Someone must have tilled it recently. And then there's the whole tilling mystery. <laughs> My mouth's not working properly. Given uh, it's a tabloid journalism story. Isn't yeah, it? It, it is. She's, <laughs> she's playing the editor in chief of two popular tabloids, and it's going to revolve around her world as she orchestrates the fates of celebrities who fill the paper's pages. So has she actually gone back to just Courtney Cox now? Apparently so. Uh, maybe a bit uh, of trouble in paradise. Eh? Uh, yeah. Mm. Speaking of new shows that are coming, uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus or Dreyfus has a new show coming out starting soon uh, called The New Adventures of Old Christine. Uh, people will remember Julia, of course, from Seinfeld. She Elaine. played Elaine. and She's done a terrible sitcom in between. Well, what I was going to say, she's the most successful of the uh, ex-Seinfeld people, other than Larry David, of course, uh, who doesn't really count. Uh, to her, her sitcom was the most successful. What was it? Uh, it was, what was called, it called? It was terrible. Watching Ellie. And she played a uh, she played somebody who wrote jingles for ads, and it was the most successful uh, in that it made it into double figures. <laughs> right. I think uh, the other two were Kramer's show, where he played pretty much a version of the same character he was doing in the Vodafone ads over here, some sort of sort of which is, sleuthy which is secret just... agent. Uh, I'm not even sure if that made it on the air. And Bob Patterson, of course, which was George Costanza being a motivational speaker. Uh, got to about episode six. Well, no, he also did Duckman. He did do Duckman, but that was during Seinfeld. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, so that was, yeah. Ali, watching Ali, at least, got, yeah, did get into double figures, although it was, it was retooled quite a few times. It was, it was absolutely terrible. Speaking of retooling, mm-hmm. this is just news that I don't have printed here, but uh, I've remembered it in my head. Sure, you have, Josh. I have, shut sure. up. Uh, there was a show that aired in the States a few weeks ago called. Uh, someone's reasons why not, and starred uh, that. Go- you know what? Keep going. I'll think about what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After you, Jorge Garcia, uh, who? who who you might not know by his uh, real name, but uh, you'll know Hurley on Lost. Hurley, ah, yes, uh, has dropped thirteen kilos after fans of the hit drama complained that his size was not in keeping with the storyline. <laughs> <laughs> I, these guys are deserted on a desert island and uh, there's not that much food around. He was briefly... Oh, I'm not sure if I can say that. Well, well, don't. <laughs> I, I was going to make a reference to, yeah. to, to a storyline that may or may not have taken place oh. on Australian screens. I, I, I'll just leave that alone. Yep. Um, well, yeah. this, of is, course, this has been if, a big thing with, with Lost fans for a while. I mean, he has been there for 40 days without very much food at all. But there was some question about whether that was actually part of the storyline. And oh. he was intentionally not losing any weight because of something weird going on in the island. Oh, because if they're in limbo, then nothing can actually move forward no, no, kind but, of a thing. But, but a little bit like... Walt was reading about polar bears and then suddenly there's polar bears on the island. Uh, Maybe Hurley was also somehow affecting or affected by the island. Ah. Uh, I prefer the idea about limbo because then could you imagine Hurley in a limbo contest? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what my other news was that I couldn't actually remember. I'll put it on the, uh, on, on the website on boxcutters.net. But this is why I should always print things out. <laughs> anyway, Hurley got a personal trainer and uh, stopped living on ramen burritos and started taking better care of himself. And, oh, no, uh, really? So, ramen and burritos? Rum. Rum. And burritos. And burritos. <laughs> and uh, that's led him to 13 kilos off. Wow. Did, did, did he... Because what I have now is an image of Jorge 
Garcia. Garcia. Or Garcia. With uh, Spanish. With a burrito, dipping it into some rum, and then eating it that way. <laughs> I didn't think burritos were that bad. Aren't they mostly bean? I think, I think if you combine them with the rum. They're mostly refried bean and cheese and sour cream. Mm. Deep fried mm. okay. in some batter. With, uh, There's no batter. With some lard <laughs> smeared on top. In other news, uh, the West Wing's wrapping up later in the year in the US. Mm. Uh, we should get that here by about 2010. Uh, but some regulars who had dropped out are coming back, uh, including Rob Lowe, who played Sam Seaborn, former White House aide. Rob Lowe, who left because his contract stipulated that he would be the highest paid actor on yeah. the series and then yes. he found out what uh, Martin Sheen was on yep. and he stormed out. Well, originally it was meant to be his show. His show, Less essentially. About yeah, and I mean, president. originally they weren't actually going to show the president at all. That was their original plan and then I think it became much more of an ensemble after that and everybody was getting paid equally. So uh, I think that was part of the problem. But how is it going to be his show? Like, he wasn't even, he wasn't even the leader of the staff. No, but I think he was meant to be the focus. I, I don't know if you remember back to the first episode, but he got caught photographed with the prostitute or something like that. It was yeah, it, it was, was meant to be more. He was he was dating more a involving him, and well, yeah. he was friends with a prostitute or something yeah. like that. Also returning is uh, Mary Louise Parker, despite the fact that she is currently in Weeds, which is an excellent show. So she'll be returning and, and too. so got her hearing back. Hey, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you really not hear me? <laughs> I have no I, I heard, but I didn't understand what uh, yeah, you were talking about. I have no about. idea what you're well, talking she, about. She was deaf in the West Wing. No, she no, wasn't. No, she wasn't. You're wasn't thinking she? of uh, uh, Marley yeah. Maitland, Ma- you're thinking who of- plays Joey Lucas, the pollster. Ma- you're thinking of Marley Maitland, who is actually deaf? <laughs> oh, my God. She was in Children of Lesser God. She won an Oscar. She played a deaf girl in that. She's pretty much played a deaf girl in everything. In Seinfeld, <laughs> deaf girl. Why is she always playing deaf girls? I, you know what? I think she's just typecast. <laughs> if she was a real actor, she could play a non-deaf role, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I, that's just, uh, you know, I just think that's that's not good enough. Similarly, Jorge Garcia <laughs> it should actually be able to be one of the uh, one of the trainers in The Fattest Loser. Also coming back, uh, I won't mention them by their real names because I don't think people will know, but uh, characters Ainsley Hayes, Danny King Cannon, uh, Vice President Danny. Bob Russell... Uh, former you, Vice President Hang on, Brent John just said Hoynes. Danny like he was in love with him. <laughs> what, it wasn't CJ? Yeah, that it was you instead of CJ. Go on. Oh, that's coins. Bad. He was you, so bonaduce. You get the idea. He was always fun to watch. <laughs> just about anybody who's coming back is coming back. Ainsley Hayes was such a good character. She was, but she just disappeared. As, as have pretty much all the characters on, <laughs> what? on the West Wing that, no. that aren't on it anymore. Yeah, but... <laughs> Yeah. And okay. <laughs> notice also. Notice also in that list, uh, we don't have uh, Moira Kelly. Oh no, she's uh, she's not mentioned. No, because she was terrible. Or Matthew Perry. Or Matthew, Matthew Perry was really good. Yeah, he was. He was on the end. Moira Kelly. She was in the uh, in the first season, in like the first six episodes, and then suddenly not there anymore. Mm. She played uh, Josh's ex girlfriend, who was uh, who was hired. To, uh, to do some publicity work for the White House. She was also Lara Flynn Boyle's replacement in the uh, in Firewalk in with Fire me. In Firewalk with me. The Twin Peaks movie. And she was also in a not very good film with Joe Pesci called With Honours. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that where he plays the bum and they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, yeah. they're in college. Et cetera. So yeah. they bring back uh, the president's first assistant. 
Not Miss, the Charlie, Mrs. The Mrs. L- Mrs. Lang- Lanningham. Uh, no, <laughs> she could she could be like in a in a in a Ghost of Christmas Past kind of yeah role. Yeah. yeah, she got killed in a car crash. That was sad. In don't real make, life, don't make fun of no. it. No, in the show. Yeah, it was a fantastic <laughs> episode. That one, loved it. It was, she uh, she also appeared on uh, on a couple of episodes of Scrubs. Uh, not as Mrs. Lanningham, as, as someone else. Uh-huh. She's a great, great actor. Yes. Brett, oh. you've got more news. Uh, speaking, speaking of actors that die, oh. um, we've, had, we've had two losses over this week. Uh, a skinny, lovable nerd and a TV legend. Although, you know, in my, in my eyes, Don Knotts was a TV legend. Actor and Don Knotts who won five Emmys. Uh, for some reason, I, I had a really clear kind of picture of him in my mind of him in Get Smart. No. But apparently not at all. As clear a picture as uh, Mary Louise Parker Being playing deaf. the deaf. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Just leave that one. Um, he died at 81. He was on the uh, Andy Griffith show and uh, something else. A few other things. Yeah, he, was in, he was in one of the Herbie, Herbie he Ghosts of Monte Carlo. Herbie Ghosts of Monte Carlo. He was also in uh, a, a whole uh, lot of films, him and Tim Conway, uh, in films together. And they, they were a great little underrated double, I think. And also, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. Oh, everyone was in that. I think, Ross, you were in It's a Mad, 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 Mad World. No, I was. I was. And the other TV legend, coming. actor Dennis Weaver, best known for playing the loyal limping deputy to Marshal Matt Dillon on TV's Gunsmoke. And is the urban lawman with a cowboy hat. I'm a cloud. I've got a whole lot more TV news. Both of them. News shows. News shows. TV news. Isn't that what this is? TV news. I I started to say TV news shows and then stopped. Really, it's just one. It's it's a little bit warm. Yeah. And I think the air conditioning's gone off. You you had trouble just when I saw you out in the street and hi, Josh. How are you? I, I really did. There was a tram coming, and I wanted to say we should cross the road now before the tram comes while it's all clear. And I ended up saying trams. Everyone will be pleased to know that Charlotte Church is about to appear on television in Britain with her own talk show. Fantastic. That would be great. So they, they, these are all new shows that, that I'm talking about. Ted Danson Do you is, think we'll get to see that? Uh, no, I've, I've already moved past that. <laughs> That's how much I care about but that. But she's a singer, isn't she? Not a talker. <laughs> she's, uh, she's a singer and apparently quite the gal about town since turning 18. Okay. Mm. Uh, now, she's, like, read, now she's 20. Read, and, uh, read ho. Uh, <laughs> Ted Danson. <laughs> Speaking of people who don't have their, their own hair, Ted Danson is uh, back for another TV go. He's, uh, he's going to do an ABC pilot called Help Me Help You. Oh. Uh, and in Scary News, the uh, executive producer Chuck Lorre of Two and a Half Men has uh, also lined up his next comedy project. Oh, fantastic. Which uh, I, can't, I can't wait for. Uh, in Help Me Help You, uh, Ted Danson is going to play a brilliant psychologist whose own life starts to unravel partly in front of his group therapy patients. Genius. Yeah. I hope it's as good as ink. <laughs> uh, and uh, according to a report by Digital Spy, Jessica Simpson is considering signing up for a reality show which would follow her life as a single woman. Ah, newly oh, divorced. Yes. For freak's sake. <laughs> I, uh, Speaking of Simpsons, Ashley Simpson's uh, hosting the Australian Music Video Awards. She too has a reality show based around the recording of a new album. Really? Great, I can't. Yeah. 
I can't. She wait. should have one based around uh, when she was on Letterman and the wrong song played, and she <laughs> couldn't actually. I lip think uh, sync to that. I think uh, it's quite clear. Joe Simpson is the brains behind that outfit and knows how to make money. Yeah, offer his that's, girls. That's the dad, isn't it? Yep. Old Grandpa Joe. In Holland. Uh, the popular movie theme of Rags to Riches success will get a reality TV spin in a program, Pimp My Life in Holland. Based on MTV's Pimp My Ride, they're going to take a bum off the street and uh, give him a haircut, drive him around in a limousine, get him some new clothes, take him to dinner in a fancy restaurant, book him a room in a fine hotel. Then he gets seven days to get himself a job and pick himself up by the bootstraps. Wow. I can't wait. And then they just leave him to go back to Rack and Ruin after I, the week. Um, but uh, it sounds a little bit like uh, what they're doing in Melbourne for the Commonwealth Games. <laughs> they're just shaving them. Oh, really? They, they're just shaving the bums. I think they're putting them up in, a, in, in some hostel somewhere as well. Oh, really? A bit like Sydney. Yeah, I thought, they were, just, the I thought they were just shaving them and, and painting them so that they looked like art. <laughs> No. Uh, and uh, and lastly, I, I knew I had another bit of news, and God knows where I've put it. But uh, Kevin Williamson, who created Scream Dawson, and Dawson's Creek, and Dawson's Creek, is uh, doing a new show for the CW, also set in uh, Santa Monica or something like that. A country western? No, Brett. <laughs> no. It's the new channel that was the WB <laughs> and UPN, and now is the CW. You mean Warner Brothers? <laughs> and that is the Box Cutters News. G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the Box Cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Oh, we didn't actually have any laughing there. There was no laughing in that. Wow. I was just waiting for you to turn the mic on. Was Was that because it was by phone? I don't know. I don't know. Hi. Hi. This is the ratings report on Box Cutters. Big news! Big news in ratings this week. Go ahead. Well, no, I thought you wanted to kick it off. With, oh, you wanted to talk about Sunday nights. I did want to talk about Sunday nights. Sunday nights with uh, one of the best shows on TV ever. Are you talking about Clever? Clever. Clever. Have you finally seen some of it? Yes. Now, yeah. Ross, <laughs> I called you. I called you on Sunday night quite angry. You did because I thought you underplayed how absolutely cancerous this show is. Wait, wait, Just wait a minute. Horrendous. I'm looking at the green guide here today. Clever is, a, is as much about fun as science. That's right. Right, Michael Idato. It is. He's exactly right. It's got nothing to do with science and nothing to do with fun. It's a terrible show. Also, I mean, just taking at a very basic level the idea that it's supposed to be competition between two teams. And yet they can both agree on an answer. Inter-team agreement. Because agreeing makes such great television. (laughs) And, 
like this. Uh, well, like 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 the fellow team members agree. No, or, no, like or just the competing say, team. The competing say, teams. Just say you agree. and I are on different teams, yeah. Brett. I, yeah. I'm on the boys' team. Yeah. You're on the girls' team. Yeah. Which means that you have to be on with with, with Joe Stanley. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I'll, I'll go. I think the answer is B. And then in your team, you'll talk about it and go... Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, we, I'll go with we also well. think the answer is B. <laughs> We've just listened to your logic, which is, which is just freaking filling dead yeah, air. Logic, which is in inverted commas. Because there's no logic! And meanwhile, you've got Dr. Jeff Watson, oh. honorary doctor of sorry, television. Sorry. What-o. <laughs> and, he's, and he goes, well, that's because... Back to you, Georgie Parker. <laughs> now, now, it's a terrible, absolutely terrible show. I didn't get to that- see the second episode, but the first episode, Georgie Parker kept on walking away from the podium to to go down and, and freaking lay her arms on on team on on competitors and she, and onto she, Jeff Watson. She gave points away to the girls. Just because she felt like it. And she couldn't stop playing with her freaking ass. She kept on, like, pulling the shirt out from underneath her jacket or something behind her. She Every single freaking time I'd watch see the camera be on her, she'd have her hands up on her ass. She'd be pulling something out, and then she'd put it on the desk. Oh, and she dressed terribly as well. I think, uh, I think really, you know, the 24 clock shouldn't be on our show, or 24. It should be on Clever. <laughs> because the clock is ticking, Clever people. It's going to be over. I, you know what? If this lasts longer than McAuliffe Tonight, which was nine episodes? Oh, I'll I say think yes. I'll, I'll find out about that. Uh, <laughs> Brett, would your team agree? <laughs> How many? No, nine. I say it was nine episodes. Nine. Um, ooh, yeah, it'd be something like that. Maybe less. Mm. I, I thought you were just supposed to agree with me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because it makes yeah, you a great deal. Yeah, well, you didn't explain your logic. Oh, oh, sorry. I think it was nine episodes because that's kind of how many I remember. It was a bit more than two months. Um, yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah, nine. Yeah, nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, if it lasts longer than, than McAuliffe tonight, I'll be very surprised. In fact, if it lasts longer than the Mick Malloy show, oh, yeah, I'll be very surprised. surprised. How many was that? Three. It was not three. I th- it was heaps more than three. I think three. it was five. I think it was five. Five's but, not heaps more than three. It's almost uh-huh. double. <laughs> that's, that's true. The, the, the strange thing about Clever is that, well, one of the multitude of strange things is Backyard Blitz was on in this time slot. Yes. Backyard Blitz was blitzing the ratings. Yeah, yeah. And it was providing a very good lead in for 60 minutes. Everybody loved it. Backyard Blitz has moved to Friday nights on 7.30 up against Better Homes and Gardens and the Big Brother spin-off. Uh, Friday, Friday night, night games. games, and that's that's the old Burke's backyard slot. The old Burke's backyard slot, and backyard blitz is getting blitzed now. It's gone from ratings winner to just absolute stink pile. Now that was in a live format with a live audience. Is that still happening on Friday nights? A backyard blitz? No, that was uh, with Scott Cam. No, 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 no. Backyard blitz is uh, is the one with Jamie Jury where he goes and they you know they help okay. some digger. Renovate their garden or something. That, um, that show is never coming back. Yeah, you're thinking of our backyard, which was on briefly last year for about five episodes, and then got completely, completely canned, which was just terrible. But that was before a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. That was a mix of health and backyardness and interviews with Super Nanny and, and all I, kinds of garbage. So, uh, just ba- back to clever. <laughs> <laughs> on one team, we had Scott Cam, 
Not known for his science knowledge. No, no. not really. Should, As a team shouldn't leader. Be, shouldn't be on TV at all, really. No, no. So he's a recurring character on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, well, not, he's a real person. <laughs> they're, trying to, they're trying to give him, they're trying to make him a star. Yeah, and it's, it's just not going to work. And then sitting next to him, we had Trevor Marmalade. Ah. And then sitting next to him, we had Pat Cash. Genius. <laughs> so obviously they have to find somewhere that they can put all the, the, the non-good-looking people. <laughs> so they had, they had Bert Newton, his freaking freaky looking back of his head in the first episode. <laughs> and the show is lit so poorly. The, the whole stage is red. And there's no reason for it. And they had this thing that, which could you cook salmon in? Uh, 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 sorry, I'm going on and on and on. I know, but I just hated it so much. Could you cook salmon in, in a, dishwasher? A, a dishwasher or a, a solarium or your armpit? And you know, which, which one would it cook most in? And so the key was they had to take the, the salmon out of these things and show you whether or not it was cooked. But the lights are red and red lights onto salmon make it all look the same. <laughs> It was just impossible to tell. I, I don't know. And, and did they still have the, the silent freaking blonde bimbos with water? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of walking past, you know, one of them would be wheeling a microwave or something for no reason. And also their science is flawed. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so completely well, flawed. It's almost as bad as Brainiac. Well, when you base your science on Brainiac. <laughs> it was, it's just terrible. Anyway, it was up against on Sunday night. Where are they now? Hosted by Mel and Frickin' Koshy, <laughs> which I saw like the last ten minutes of. I, I I saw the start of this show, and they had it was they they built it up during the week with ads about Chantel Barry, who our listeners probably won't know was one of pop stars, and she got booted off pop stars for allegedly stealing some money mm-hmm. off the other pop stars. Oh, that's right. And all week they were saying, "Find out the real story. Find out what really happened." What really happened? So you're thinking, oh, well, you're thinking, I something really happened. They interview her, yeah, I stole the money. <laughs> <laughs> How is that a show? I, you know what? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, it's just, you were saying before, before we, we started the show, it's just Mel and Koshy in a room. Yep. And a whole lot of clips. Well, what I was saying to you is I think it's shit. It's complete shit. And I, I have no love of Mel and Koshy. I'm sure that in hell... They play Sunrise continually, 24 hours a day. <laughs> but it's clever. It's cleverer than clever. It's, it's intelligent in that it wouldn't cost them any money. It's just the two of them sitting in a studio and showing old clips. Clever, they've got an elephant, they've got Watto, they've got teams the elephant of however much. every week? I, no, I don't know. It, it's, it's one of the team captains. <laughs> <laughs> but Clever's an expensive show in comparison. Oh, yeah. But they did have... The, well, the last five minutes that I saw, ten minutes... They were apparently referring to this mystery guest that they had as their grand finale, basically, which was a 44-year-old Joni Cunningham, a.k.a. Aaron which, Moran. Which, Lauren, Aaron, Lauren. Aaron Moran. I, which, which I picked from, here's another clue for, uh, for, for who's coming up. And they just played the Happy Days theme song, and mm-hmm. I'm just going through everybody I know from Happy Days and who would be likely to appear on this show. I turned to my housemate and I said, I bet you it's Aaron Moran. <laughs> Because she has nothing else to do. And they flew her over here. They flew her over? They flew her over just to do that. She's no. not here for any other reason. Why else is she here? No. Well, I've got to spend the money on something. They've got some budget. But the other thing is, could anyone see a studio audience in that, in that room? I saw no evidence of a studio audience. Why would they need one? Well, they do have laughter and applause. 
Hey, did, did you, you see know a studio audience in... You know what that is? Mel and Koshy are so popular, you can hear it from the houses of people around oh. you laughing and clapping. It's all the people right. in Bendigo Street. But did anybody <laughs> see a studio audience in Magda's Funny Bits? N- no. And yet there was all this laughter. Uh, that's true. That's true. Which was just like a non sequitur because there wasn't anything funny in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I swear to God, though... Sunday nights is fast becoming my worst nightmare for television. It's You've got Mel and Koshy up against Clever. All we need is Oprah's primetime specials, and that'll be it for me. And the thing is, after Clever, at 7.30 on Channel 10... Yep. Clever's on oh, Channel Australia's 9. Australia's brainiest. Australia's brainiest, insert expletive here. And, mm-hmm. uh, and compared to Clever, that's such a great show. <laughs> I, I found it quite entertaining after watching Clever... The thing is, though, at that 6.30 Sunday time slot, Clever, which is the really expensive show, mm-hmm. is losing to Mel and Koshy, Where Are They Now? Which is the cheap cheap show. Yep. Channel 7 laughing all the way to the bank. Uh, Channel 9 do have a couple of really big holes in their scheduling program. Uh, Clever's one problem. Backyard Blitz, obviously another problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Temptation. I don't know what's happened to Temptation, but it's getting flogged by the Channel 2 news every night now, which really? means it's coming... Completely full. 700,000 or something the other night. Did they? Yeah. I think that might have been Monday. Oh, really? Yeah. Anyway, it's still not a patch on what it was at this time last year when they relaunched it and, and, and think, it was winning the ratings. Do easily. you think the Fattest Loser audience and the Temptation audience, there's, there's too much of a crossover there? I, I wouldn't have thought so, but maybe, maybe there is. And speaking of The Biggest Loser, that show has more fat than the damn contestants. They spent half an hour on a soccer game that the two teams played against each other. Half an hour just broadcasting. That's more coverage than soccer's got in this country for the last 10 years combined. Like they just, it was, yeah, it's just, they've got to, they've really got to shave it down. It was, they really, really do. That woman, AJ, whatever her name is, the host. The host. She is so terrible at talking. (laughs) To the contestants. <laughs> I just, I find, and last week when I said Fattest Loser, actually quite a good show. Yeah. Biggest Loser. I hadn't seen AJ hosting it. Ah, right. Okay. She is terrible and I've so turned on this show now. Oh, okay. Plus, things have gotten really nasty between, before everyone was encouraging everybody. Mm-hmm. Now things have just gotten really, really nasty between the contestants. Yep. So I've turned on it oh. and I now think... Mm, not such a great show. Anti-loser. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, but I think probably the most interesting thing is that, uh, in, to do with ratings, is that Channel 7 is regularly beating Channel 9, both in Melbourne and across the country. And so Bert's family feud is definitely on thin ice. I, uh, I suspect it will, have to, uh, it will have to be going quite soon. Well, Channel 9 well, had apparently. one, two, three, four, five, six out of the top 20 last week in Melbourne. Okay. Six shows. Yeah. They used to have something like 14. And even even if Channel 7 had a few of the top rating shows, Channel 9 would still comfortably win the ratings like last year. Yes. You know, Channel 7 only won one or two ratings uh, periods for the year despite Dancing with the Stars lost Desperate Housewives. So, Brett, do you think uh, Bert will be around for much longer? Well, some would say that he's a dead man talking. 
and talking <laughs> and talking. And it's only uh, through the kindness of Eddie Maguire that he's actually still on air uh, mm-hmm. doing the five thirty slot. Have you seen Twenty to One? Uh, I've seen a bit of it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen bits. I of had it. a look at it this week, and did, uh, having watched it last year with uh, um, Thingo, Bud Tingwell, Bud Tingwell, mm-hmm. um, just doing his kind of stand-up stuff in front of the blue screen, obviously, and then somebody else uh, doing the narration for the actual kind of segment bits. Yep. Even that is just too much, Bert. Too much, Bert. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he's doing he's doing the blue screen bit and he's doing the voiceovers all the way through. Yeah, and at, le- at least with Family Feud, you have the live audience, so you get the nervous laughter that people give <laughs> when they expect Bert to be funny, despite the fact that he's not. On Twenty to One, you just get the Bert jokes, and they just kind of fall very flat. Yeah, I find. Yep, but because yep. all mm. we ever wanted from Bert is for him to dress up like Demis Roussos. <laughs> And when's the last the time he wheel. did that? <laughs> when is the last time he did that? Uh, just got a quick question for you both, though. Uh, the 5.30 is obviously a big problem for Channel 9. If they do get rid of Bert, what are they going to replace him with? Test Patton. Test Patton? It'd they rate better. <laughs> uh, they could really they could replace him with with pretty much anything. They could. Yeah, but what will they? Like, I mean, that's part of the problem. I think it's not just Eddie Maguire's kindness. I just think that they don't have anything to rush in there. Uh, you know, they'll, they'll show. They don't have episodes. anything to put there, and they're having problems with the stuff later on. So they're just yep. ignoring it for the moment. Yep. Um, they're saying that Bert will stay on until the Pepsi games come on. Yep, and we probably won't see him back. But, mm. you know, I wouldn't be surprised if they kept around the Family Feud set and put um, Greg Evans in there. Or, oh, really? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, they did, if they did anything like that and suddenly, you know, Bert just wasn't around anymore. Or I also wouldn't be surprised if they just started showing, you know, old repeats of Bewitched at Bewitched? 5.30. Yeah. I actually think... Uh, I don't have Bewitched, do they? Who knows who's got those? Seven. No, but it's all moved around. Channel 7 now has MASH and they've got, uh, oh, and they've yeah. got Happy Days now. So, I don't know who owns the rights to this. I think uh, Channel 9 need to be a little bit bold here. And I reckon they should put Shopping for Love on. I think that would actually rate quite well at that time I think it would rate well. I think it would get the audience that they're after. And I think it would be a good counterpoint to Deal or No Deal. But could they have... Two and a half hours a week of that? Yeah, it's two and a half hours a week of of Shopping for Love. But then there there is two and a half... I reckon people would watch it. There's two and a half hours a week of uh, Deal or No Deal. And people watch that. Yeah, and shopping for love, it's got to be, you know, much it, cheaper than, you know, it's basically an ad. It's got to be a lot cheaper than Bert to, to yeah, and as long as Bert's not hosting. <laughs> and it's actually more compelling viewing than Deal or No Deal. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be. I think Channel 9, if you're listening, shopping for love. You're, I think you're onto something. Mm. I, I really think you're onto something. Uh, while we're talking about ratings, I just want to talk about the uh, Winter Olympics. Yes. And uh, rated quite well I don't in have Australia. a clever euphemism for that. No, they're just the, the Winter Olympics. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I, I wanted to have something like, oh, the, okay. like the Pepsi Olympics, but I've got nothing. Wait, wait, Olympic Zero? Nah. No. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so there's this news item that I was thinking about that uh, it's it got that woman in it and... <laughs> I will post that up on the, the website when, when I remember what that is. Uh, but NBC, who aired the Winter Olympics in the States... Yes had the lowest ever ratings for Winter Olympics oh, okay. this year. Uh, Is the, that because of downloads? People are just downloading it before it comes on their free-to-air? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. I think it's actually because uh, 
uh, American Idol. People preferred to watch American Idol than uh, oh really than the Olympics. Mm. They were doing the same thing that Channel Seven were doing here. They were they were showing delayed highlights. Oh, okay. In prime time, what a waste! And mm. uh, it only it only had twelve point two percent of the uh, prime time viewers. Oh, okay, right. So yeah, I, I basically think the networks think that people care about Winter Olympics a lot less than they actually do. Yep. And by treating it that way, they're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Mind you, a few weeks ago, uh, American Idol thumped the Grammys, which was an odd turnaround. So people would want to see, would prefer to see wannabe, wannabe musicians rather than successful musicians. Well, there's no drama in the Grammys. Yeah, that's true. No one cares. That's true. Whereas American Idol, is, there's drama. Will they get through? Won't they get through? Yeah. Plus... Uh, if all you liked in the Grammys was the musical numbers, mm-hmm. then you get nothing but that in in yep. Idol. Yep, that's true. And the thing that people really love about Idol is that it's a variety show. Mm. I mean, truth be told, that's what people enjoy about it. They might say they like the competition, they like this, they like that. They like it because it's a show full of songs. Yep. And uh, and that's why it keeps and, rating. And no, I think I think it's a mix of they like it because it's a show about people singing songs. And then having some prick being really mean to them after they sung it. Well, yeah, yeah, mm. that's it's it's the new version of the Black and White Minstrel Show. <laughs> uh, just quickly, in other ratings news, House beat Prison Break this week for the first time mm. uh, last night. I'm talking in uh, or nationally. I'm not quite sure of the figures for Melbourne yet. Uh, everybody's uh, figures for Melbourne for House. Oh, sorry, you're talking about last night. Yeah, I'm talking about last night. Oh, right, no, I have no idea. Uh, I'm. Uh, I think everybody's kind of focused on Channel 9 and what Channel 9's problems are. Seven haven't won all the ratings yet. I think after the Pepsi Olympics, we'll see what happens. But uh, the ratings for Lost are slowly deteriorating. I think people are getting a bit sick of it. The rating for Prison Break are going down. It'll be interesting to see what happens in the coming months. And uh, and tonight, of course, Amazing Race starts. It'll be interesting to see what happens there as well. Mm. Mm. Well, if and Lost's figures go down, sorry, Brett. If Lost's figures go down, you'd imagine that the Amazing Races would as well. Yeah, although people do love the Amazing Race, even though they know exactly what they're getting. Yeah. Whereas uh, I think people can get disillusioned with Lost. I did, mm. and then I came back to the fold. <laughs> <laughs> is all, all I'm saying. And speaking of ratings figures, Ross Warnicky, if you're listening, could you like pick a national or a Melbourne-based figure and stick with it in the one article? Yeah, yeah, you're mixing it up and it's confusing us. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, that's the truth, Ross. That's Ross Warnicky, not Ross McQueen. Now, uh, <laughs> speaking about Sunday nights, uh, this week we've got uh, the the Australia's brainiest radio star. And uh, guess who freaking turns up on that again? Joe Stanley? No, Amanda Keller. Amanda Keller. Oh. She's a tragic wench. Jesus. <laughs> I've had enough. I've had enough of her. I'm leaving. Okay. <laughs> Shasta, what's that? I have no I've idea. I've never heard that before. You put it in. <laughs> you told me to put it in. Yeah, I, I don't know. It was on the list. <laughs> I just picked one out of my head. Coming up in box cutters, uh, we've got some quotes, some crap TV. I don't buy it. And next, Ross. Has some Ray Watch. Hello and welcome to today tonight's soap, soap, soap and water. Soap and water. 
Hello and I'm Naomi Robson swearing. Very funny promo for Today Tonight that is actually screening on tonight's Today Tonight. So Thursday night. Thursday night. So yeah, before it hasn't screened yet while we're recording this, but by the time you listen to it, chances are it will have recorded. Uh, Yeah, just very funny. Their lead story is Australia, are we becoming a nation of finger pointers? Which I I find laughable, (laughs) given that you've got a show. they are finger pointers. Given that you've got a show that constantly talks about how education's failing our kids, petrol pumps are ripping us all off, speeding fines are all bogus, and all builders are dodgy. Uh, Finger pointing is, of course, today, tonight's M.O., and uh, if we are becoming a nation of finger pointers, which I think there is little doubt, this is in no small part to Today Tonight and shows of their ilk. After all, Today Tonight was the top rating program in the country last night. Really? Top. Beat everything. And that is Ray Watch. I, I blame them. <laughs> I blame Today Tonight. I'm pointing the finger back at them. I'm twisting it around, breaking it, pointing it back at Today Tonight. Naomi Robson, take that finger. All the ads which appear on TV pay for the programs we like to watch. However, if you find an ad overtly sexist, or in some way offensive, or just plain violent, Brett, this, you can bring I, it to the attention I thought I, I said I find that the, the, the baseline in this is quite offensive. It's, it's quite an offensive. Ev- and it's, this is just an ad. This isn't the, that's not the theme. To, I don't buy it. I know. That's, I'm deleting it now. Did you see me? I just yeah, deleted so, it. Sorry. I think oh. the 24 numbers are back. <laughs> I never should have brought them in. Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July and I'll go down on you. I promise it'll never happen again. <laughs> they say if you want to make an omelette, you've got to break a few eggs. My, have we broken some on this show? <laughs> You know, there's there's a lot of stuff that I don't buy. Yeah. And uh, and essentially, I just don't put it in my shopping trolley. Okay. But I don't care about what I don't buy. Have you I, ever bought something that you've seen on Brand Power? No. I, I, I'm always tempted to buy uh, to buy things that I see on, you know, late night infomercials, though. Always watching, I'm going, this is shit. How could any... Oh, that looks quite good. Yeah, you know, <laughs> that, that acne stuff that P. Diddy's <laughs> advertising. That, you could do with some of that. That mop... <laughs> That mop that you can uh, wring out, but there's no water and it cleans everything. Yeah, yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. I don't buy them though. No? But I don't care about what I don't buy. I want to know what Ross doesn't buy. Oh, well, a couple of things this week. Funny that you should mention it. Uh, firstly, there is a sequel to the Barina ad. Uh, I With remember the basketball court. Yeah, Brett and I taking on the shit hot basketball player. <laughs> Brett and, and I kind of went through this the court with him last year. Yes, exactly. Uh, so you can find that. I don't know, episode seventeen or thereabouts. Uh, this time, I'm sure these two ads were shot together, but this time there are two cars playing, and there's a so new it's two on two. Yes, <laughs> and there's a new <laughs> there's a new tougher player playing against them, and uh, at the start of the ad, he kind of. You know, steps forward as in, no, no, let me play the cards of basketball and <laughs> hurls the balls, uh, hurls the ball aggressively into the car as, a, you know, like a blatant challenge to the car. But by the end of the ad, he's pounding his chest in that oh so trendy way, showing that the car has won his respect. 
<laughs> and this, like, even the, the the way the balls, the way the cars are playing basketball, it's even stupider. Like the ball goes through the window and rolls around in the seats, and the cars are passing to each other. And these trendy basketball guys are going, "What? What? What happened?" <laughs> was, was nobody even concerned when? Cars without drivers appeared on the court. <laughs> Are we still rooftop court? Yeah, still rooftop court. I'm sure, they, like I said, I'm sure they shot it. So they've flown themselves in with their magic Barina wings. <laughs> and, and, you know, who the hell is playing basketball against Christine? It, it just, it, I, there's this thing about car ads over the last, like, three years, more so than, than ever before, where cars change the force of nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. and driving uh, through the ocean and just this whole yeah, parting yeah. of the Red Sea, or kind driving of thing through on. the city and turning it into like nature. Yeah, you know all the buildings collapsing and yeah, yeah, that's and turning into lions. Yeah, yeah. stalking the streets. Yeah. And and now they're playing basketball. I think we're giving the cars too much power. <laughs> Is this the start of a new planet of the cars? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Uh, the other ad I'm not buying this week, which uh, has been getting quite a bit of airtime, is the new Meyer ad, which has uh, a couple of celebrities spruiking their products. Uh, it's got Vincent Colosimo trying on a range of ties. Vincent? Vince Colosimo trying on a range of ties. It's got uh, Jennifer Hawkins uh, doing what she does. But what I don't buy is the perfume section. Guess who's hawking the perfume? Uh, Pauline. Hanson. Effie. Effie. Oh, really? For God's sakes, just let it go. Effie was a bit part in a sitcom 20 years ago. Like, yeah, okay, she's ethnic and she speaks funny. But then she had her own talk show. I know. But but she invented it all herself. And it (laughs) didn't look a single little bit like the Kumars. (laughs) No, it was... In the first episode, she talks about how she stole the whole thing from the Kumars. It was in the first episode. Don't take stuff away from Effie. She's no, I'm taking stuff away from Effie. <laughs> no, I was telling no. Brett not to. Oh, you okay. go ahead. <laughs> she's ethnic and she speaks funny. How is that a whole career? I, I don't know. And I, you know what? Mary Kustis is such a great actor. She's really, really, really talented. Was sure, young she's short. But no, skirts. She was in skirts. This was a show about pol- police women. It was okay. very short-lived. Uh she, she really hasn't... I mean, she's done some theatre, but she hasn't had a great TV role. And they keep bringing no, her back to do Effie. How can you say that? She, she hosted Greeks on the Roof, as we were talking about. She hosted she was Eurovision. In, that she's was done no She gave Gary of, McDonald a nervous breakdown. <laughs> that was all Effie. <laughs> she's done no end of ads. What I want to know is why in this country can't we let our sketch characters die? I mean, in 20 years, are we going to see Ronnie Johns, the cowboy from Ronnie Johns, selling, like, carpet or something? Like, it's just stupid. This and Magda's funny bits and, like... Well, there, there was that, uh, that ad recently that brought David Rabbitborough back. Yes, exactly. Exactly. For no good reason. I mean, what's and next? And how we still see Con the Fruitero. Yeah. Are we going to have, like, the Tucker Bag box, a bag, ho- having Tucker, Tucker Bag ads or something? <laughs> like, I mean... I miss Tucker. Yeah, <laughs> Tucker Bag was great. Lamb! <laughs> Look, I don't, uh, I don't think it's Mary Christus's fault. As, as long as people are paying her, why well, not keep coming back and doing is, it? This is what I'm saying. I just wish that she would get roles other than Effie. Yeah. 
advertisers let it go. We see, we'd I probably don't need buy it. We'd need to have a local drama industry to actually give her a role. And However, speaking of which, Sean Ten's got something called Secretary coming up that I know nothing about, but it's just about to go into production. I think I it's uh, I think it's a documentary reality TV. Uh, following half a dozen legal secretaries around all day to find out whether they're super vixens or... I, th- what, I read it somewhere on the internet. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, like Bondi super Rescue. Vixens. Yeah, to find out if they're, uh, you know, if they're Miss Money Pennies or if they're super vixens or something. I don't know. I read about it being drama, though. It oh, really? Like fictional, scripted stuff. Oh, okay. I thought, it, yeah. I, in what I read, I thought it was... Yeah, anyway, we'll, we'll let you know next week's viewers. Uh, I don't buy any of that. That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers. <laughs> I love this show. God. I'm sorry I ever brought that in. <laughs> is it still as funny in your mind as it was? <laughs> no. No, and, you know, we're going to lose all our audience because they're all just going to go and kill themselves. <laughs> Enough with the beeps that fall asleep after hearing this. And beep, beep. And it's going to drive people nuts. You know what we should have done? We should have just pretended it didn't even exist. <laughs> what do you mean? We shouldn't have mentioned it. And just left it as something subtle. <laughs> I... Subtlety isn't our style, really, Brett. <laughs> Maybe not yours. Uh, no, I really don't think it's yours, <laughs> Mr. Button Pusher. Anyway, we're talking about crap TV, and uh, Ross, you have a go, because then uh, th- there's some things that I've thought about during the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bloody hell! Just a quick crap TV this week. Uh, I was watching Channel 10 uh, at about 11.30 on Sunday night and the promo came on. Stay tuned for the show that you've been waiting all summer to find out how it ends. And, of course, they were showing the end of Surface. (laughs) 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 Now, look, I didn't... uh, Which which is a show... It's not a show about schoolies week. No. About people going up to Surface (laughs) and... No. Okay. Surface... I think oh. uh, I think surfers like gnarly dude. Yeah, I think uh, you did a three-word review of it when it was first on. Just basically kept it. To, it's a stinker, and that yeah, was it. Yeah. But look, I, I'm not a fan of it. But you know, it's a, it's a bit harsh. It's it's a family show. I'm sure there are people who got into it. Uh, sticking the last one on at 11:30 at night after I think it's been on three different nights already. I think it started out on. Mondays or Tuesdays and then went to Saturdays and now it's Saturday late night. Uh, I think this is a bit disappointing for a family show. Well, is, is it in the older Shield time slot of 11.30 Saturday night? Yeah, maybe it is. Right. Yeah. Um, but I guess... Uh, no, Sunday night. It's okay. Sunday night. Uh, but I guess that's a better kind of deal than Veronica Mars got and quite a few of the others who got halfway through the series and then pulled off completely. Yeah, yeah. unless Veronica Mars I knew thee well. Mm. It was, that, you know, that, I still think that's a, a good show And mm. w- put that on at uh, 11.30 at night It'll get an audience Yeah And what happened with 4400 being shit-hot drama alien kind of mystery They were, they were half right now it's, They were half right It was, it was a shit <laughs> drama It was shit drama But same with um, I didn't mind it Same with Battlestar Galactica I'm sure there's lots of Battlestar fans out there and There are lots, got... lots of people Lots of people buying that on the uh, DVD yeah. Loving the Battlestar Galactica Yeah Uh I've got some crap TV yeah. as as well. Uh, Bondi Rescue was on television last night. 
Yes, painful. S- so was Star Dancers. What? Mm-hmm. Star Dancers, Channel 7's big show. What started last night? Yes. No, no Tuesday. Tuesday night. Tuesday night. Yeah, you're getting your nights mixed up. I, I am getting my nights mixed up. Dancing, with the, Dancing stars. with the Stars was Tuesday all, night. You know what? I haven't slept. I think that's what's <laughs> doing it. And so it's all melded into one night. Tram. Blah, blah, blah. The tram <laughs> anyway, I've got a new story that uh, is about that woman <laughs> who's, anyways, reasons why not, something. And Molly's off Star Dancers. So Molly's off Star Dancers. But Star Dancers was on uh, on Tuesday night. Bondi yep. Rescue was on last night. Both mm-hmm. shows went overtime. Yeah. What? Even even two hours wasn't enough for Star Dancers. Two hours was not Jesus enough. Jesus freaking Christ. It, it, it it all, Saints, to time. all Saints was supposed to start at 9.30. It started at about 3 to 10. Bondi Rescue was much the same. It was meant to finish at 8.30 and it finished closer to 9. Closer to reckon. 9. Bondi Rescue is, is pre-recorded. How could they go over? There was a last-minute rescue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're help, editing help, I'm it. Just as the credits were rolling, they had to, somebody oh. has to make a decision about what actually comes out, so it runs for a freaking hour. That's what editors are supposed to do. Well, think about what was uh, what was on after Bondi Rescue last night. No idea. House, right? Which one? The time slot. So, people watch House. Channel Ten know this, and they go, "Well, if Bondi Rescue goes over a little bit, when people turn over to watch House." They're going to see a little bit of Bondi Rescue. QED, they're going to like Bondi Rescue, and they're going to watch it next week instead of uh, whatever is... See, see, I don't buy that. I don't buy that at all. If had, Like, just say Channel 9 started without a trace at 9.30, which they're not doing because they're too scared that Channel 7 and Channel 10 are running over. But if they started their show at 9.30 and you were tossing up between House and Without a Trace... I know you don't think anyone watches without a trace. No, I don't. don't but it did get does. over a million viewers. Oh, really? If you're watching it, you've seen 20 minutes. You're going to stick with without a trace. Yeah. You're not going to turn over. And since videos don't count. No. No, they don't. So that, that is what's going to happen. But I don't think programmers think about things in those terms. Yeah. And I don't know why All Saints has to start half an hour late and then a scheduled episode of Scrubs is not going to be on because... Oh, is that uh, why they took off? They well, took no, off they didn't. Oh. <laughs> they didn't. Wait. So, the story's confusing me. <laughs> okay. It was supposed to go Star Dancers, 7.30 to 9.30. Yep. 9.30, All Saints to 10.30. Yep. 10.30, uh, Miracle... Medical Incredibles. Medical Incredibles, which is really a little bit of a freak show. Yep. People with pincer hands, that, that kind of thing. Yep. 11 o'clock... <laughs> Zoidberg. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm a registered doctor. <laughs> Eleven o'clock was supposed to be Commander Scrubs. Ah, no, they I think the Commander in Chief repeat didn't happen this week, but it was. No, next it week. did. This is the thing. <laughs> it was supposed to be Scrubs. They took that off last minute to do a Commander in Chief special encore super duper presentation, which, because everything was running half an hour over time, started at eleven thirty. Because rather than getting rid of the strange, no one's ever heard of it before, why are people going to watch it show in between? The medical Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Rather than, rather than taking the All Saints audience and putting them straight onto Commander-in-Chief, they split it up with uh, pincer hands. And, <laughs> and I, I just, I don't see why they do that. Why wouldn't they just go, oh, shit, we've got to do some programming on the fly. Let's take pincer hands out, put, uh, put the president lady in. And uh, it's because we, it's got such a good was, name. Where's Pincer Hands made? 
Uh, America, I think. It's because it's got such a good name. It rhymes. Medical Incredible. Yeah. People are going to watch it for that reason alone. And if you're a TV programmer, you don't actually watch the shows. You just go via the name. You've got to think, oh, <laughs> this has got to be better than Scrubs. I didn't really... <laughs> <laughs> Scrubs has no beat. Yeah. It's just Scrubs. <laughs> exactly. It's so bland. Yeah, I didn't realise that they didn't actually watch the shows. No, no, Scrubs. no. They just do it all by the name. <laughs> right. And there was that song, No Scrubs. So you can't have Scrubs. Ah, that's true. Uh, also, I think uh, the, the strange thing about uh, Dancing with the Stars... When they get rid of a couple of people, they start saying, oh, Dancing with the Stars will now finish at 9.15. But it never does anyway. But it, it never does. And, and then it finishes at 9. But it still never does. And for no good reason this week, they wasted about 10 minutes with Westlife. Oh, singing live. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. And how does that have anything to do with Molly not dancing anymore? It, it's your, uh, it's your idol uh, variety show theory. They're turning it into a variety show. They have live music quite a bit on uh, Dancing Just with the terrible. Stars. Apparently. It's all I live think, music. I think that show but would be a lot house. better. Oh, uh, yeah. Band. Yeah. I think that show would be a lot better if No after... dancing. No Daryl. <laughs> well, so... No judges. No chocolate. <laughs> have the dancing. No Sonia Kruger. Well, that goes without oh, saying. Oh, God. Have Sonia the dancing. Kruger. She's horrible. Have the dancing. No. But then when someone gets eliminated, you break their legs. <laughs> <laughs> and they can never dance again. But you can't tell them that b- before they sign up. No, 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 you can't. No. And you just, you just do it accidentally. Something, they can never dance again because guilty feet have legs. no rhythm. <laughs> something different could happen to their legs each week. I love that idea. Yeah, yeah. Channel 7, if you're listening. That's, hey, that's our idea. For, it'll rate better. It can only rate better. That's crap TV for this week. You were going to play the 24 theme, weren't you? You were going to play the 24 theme and then you... Right. <laughs> G'day, this is Daniel Burt. I was uh, the writer's intern at uh, Letterman in New York. You're listening to The Box Cutters, and you should. you should. You should podcast it, you should download it, you should show it to your friends, you should feed it to your mother, you should own it, you should love it, and just be naked next to your iPod. Yeah, we want that's, to be fed to your mother. That's not the quotes theme, Brad. Oh, I didn't even think of... I'd forgotten la, there la, was la, a quote. La, 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 la. That's so weird. Uh, anyway, a uh, couple of quick quotes. We were talking about clever before, and I had a bit of a rant about it last week. Josh had a bit of a rant about it this week, no doubt. <laughs> Brett will be on to it next week. Uh, but interestingly, uh, you know, I, I kind of felt my quote was, you know, my rant was a little inarticulate. The, the kind of anger was getting in the way. Uh, this was from a TV pundit during the week, which I, uh, which I think sums it up perfectly in in a minimum of words clever is a new mishmash of everything that is wrong with television animals and children male female rivalry for no reason and ideas ripped up from other programs how that's, good that that's great who wrote that that was terry television oh good on you terry i thought that was i didn't uh, think he was writing anymore no he's back <laughs> what the drop fell through didn't yeah. he go off to work at Channel 7? No, he's working at Channel 10 okay. in the early morning news, but he only did that for a month or so. And, and he was back with the guide. What happened? And he decided he didn't want to. No, 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 he's not with the guide. Oh, sorry. He's with his he's... own website. Oh, back... So he's not with Crikey anymore? No, no. I, he might he be doing... Stuff. He, he was was Yeah. He might be doing some stuff with Crikey okay. still, but he's got he his own... He's decided by Crikey. He's got his own website. Oh, you've got to send me that link. Okay. Oh, well, it's terrytelevision.com, maybe .au. Yeah, send it. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put it up on the... Uh, am I sure what? That he's back? No, I'm sure that that's his domain because it wasn't back in the day. That's no, why he's going to send it to me. <laughs> send it to me too. 
and we'll put and it on the website. That, <laughs> I reckon we should get him on as a guest. I think he'd be a good Hell guest. Yeah. I think he'd be a good guest yeah, that, to have on. That'd be great. Yeah. And you've got another quote? I do. Uh, Eddie Maguire showing that uh, ego is no impediment to being the CEO of a network. Uh, talking about the publicity he had to do during the week. It was enormous. A lot of those introductory type interviews. Uh, it's almost a level of publicity that goes with a change of government or the papal puff of smoke. Oh my god! Good to see Eddie's right. ego not getting in the way. That's, there. Yeah, that's. If really... only there was some 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 indication that that people got when a new god was brought to power. <laughs> uh, I like. Well, the thing is, there are similarities between what's happening with Eddie and blowing smoke. There's <laughs> there is a lot of that. Oh. Anyway, so that's quotes, and that brings us. <laughs> We really do need a thing for this. Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come. I have it at least. A couple of a couple of good quotes this week. Sorry, I just have to fix that up. We've got to start the whole show again. Brett, you've ruined everything. Again. That's Box Cutters episode 24. That's the call of us to get out of here. <laughs> episode 24, you say? Episode tw- he can't do the two things at once. Uh, he can't do the two things at once. Disappointing. <laughs> Thank God that's over. Uh, check out the website, boxcutters.net. Email us, hooray, at boxcutters.net. We've got merchandise now. Oh, yeah. Check out our, our merch store, cafepress.com slash boxcutters. Uh, oh, there's a link from the yeah. There's a link from the side. You can. It's all. It's all fun and games. And, uh, we we love it all. Quiz show winners. You'll be getting your t-shirts at some stage. It's, it's, yes, because now we have them. Yeah. So uh, so you go to the website and order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so cruel. That's so cool. Thanks very much, to Triple R, whose studios we use for recording this show. But and thanks not at all to Griff, who's doing a blowfish on the. You know, I wouldn't even mention. Window. I wouldn't even mention him. It just it just gives him attention. Also, uh, no thanks to He's Brett Cropley, who didn't read the running order this week. <laughs> I, my name is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I will continue to be Brett Cropley if you've enjoyed this. Tune in again next week. Same bat time, same bat and channel. Tune in again next week, even if you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> and hey, let's be careful out there. 